and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin. With me, as always, is my lovely husband, Cameron. How are you doing today? I'm sobbing uncontrollably. I, that emotional When finale, Magnum died, when it, just, died it, it just broke my heart. It absolutely well, broke my heart. <laughs> funny you should say that about him dying. Okay. He was supposed to? Okay, so <laughs> as we said... Here, wait, wait. Let's, let's go back. Before we get into this, uh, we have watched the series finale of Magnum P.I. Two-parter, unfortunately. It was a two-parter, but we We, felt the need to combine it. Because if we had separated, it would just be us being like, why does she have 911 on her phone? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like uh, plastered on the side of her wall. Right. Like, why do you need that number on your wall? It's like, it's 911, guys. (laughs) I can't remember it. I can't remember. Like, this seems stupid to have that number by your phone. It's like, well, (laughs) duh, you call 911. (laughs) Well, we're like, we're going to record today. Well, let's do the series finale of Magnum. And then it was like, oh, it's a two-parter. And we're like, I guess we're going to have to muscle through it and do an hour and a half straight of Magnum. Hour and a half straight of Magnum. Now, don't worry. This will not be an hour and a half. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're going to make make it palatable for everybody. (laughs) You don't want to be with us for another hour and a half? My God, an hour is enough. (laughs) I'd rather be with us than Magnum. (laughs) So... What I was going to say mm-hmm. was, um, well, let's just do our, like, normal stuff. Yeah, that's first, what I was saying. Let's just set this up. So, this came out May 1st, 19... I forgot. 80, 88. 88. 88. We no- were both born at this point. We were alive. Yes. <laughs> You're out there somewhere. And, well, normally in all of these other episodes, <laughs> we're like, like, we haven't been born. born. <laughs> <laughs> so we're alive out there. We're alive. We exist. Yes. Nice. <laughs> we exist concurrent to this. <laughs> The number one song was Wishing Well by Terrence Trent Let Darby. Let me be your wishing well, kiss and tail. Nice. Yeah, 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 I know it. I know it. Awesome. I know it. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to like sing no. this for myself. No, or... I know this song. Nice. It's gross. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. It's, it's great. Gross? Is it gross? It gives me the wig. Well, it's suitable for Magnum then. <laughs> yeah. And then the movie was a movie called Colors... Mm, nope. Doesn't ring a bell. It's all black and white to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give me the summation of part one. Okay, so the summation, which is probably the only time we're going to be doing a summation here, but this is where we start. Yes. So here's IMDb voice. Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Magnum returns to Virginia on vacation. Who goes to Virginia? No, he vac- returns from. It should be from. He was in Virginia on vacation. Now he's going back to Hawaii. This is the setup, though. So it he returns from Virginia. No, because he's going to Virginia. No, he's already in Virginia. He's going from Virginia. Who do you think is right, you or IMDb? Me. <laughs> I'm going to read... Always me. I'm going to read what Jack McKillop wrote. <laughs> okay. So that you believe like... Jack over me? Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm just going to read what he wrote. Okay, fine. Magnum returns <laughs> to Virginia on vacation and reflects on his life. His marriage to Michelle... Oh. And Wait, his, who's Michelle? Uh, oh, Lily's mom. Lily's gotcha, mom. gotcha. And his... Ooh, got uh. some surprises today. And his experiences. He hastily returns to Hawaii uh-huh. when TV reporter Linda Lee Ellison of the Three Amigos <laughs> is attacked. Yeah. I knew she was from the Three Amigos. By $9 an M&M kit. Good Lord, how much... God, who's, M&M's have gotten expensive. Who's buying $9 worth of M&M's? Wow. But anyway. They've gotten expensive. So that's what's going on. Yeah. So before we actually get into what we're going to talk about in this episode, and I'm going to give you a, more of an overview of mm-hmm. what happens, because this plot, well, I'm going to get into that in a minute. So Magnum dies, right? <laughs> we can agree on this. No, he doesn't die. Okay. Okay. Magnum was supposed to die. That makes sense. But not in this episode. What? So what happened, as you remember, when we did the crossover episode, Mm -hmm. when I was reading the People magazine article, Tom Selleck wasn't sure if there was going to be a season eight. Okay. So they were in the middle of season seven. Yeah. Season seven ends with Magnum dying in a warehouse. Wow, really? He gets shot and like walks off into heaven at the end. What? He tries to interact with Huggins and Rick and TC, and they don't see him. He's a ghost. And that's how it ended. And they did not know they were going to get a season eight pickup. Wow. When they filmed that. they Like, literally, they said the day before Mm -hmm. they started shooting that episode, Mm -hmm. they got picked up for one last season. Oh, So it was going to end. 
with him with, dying. With him dying. And then they were like teasing us with him dying in part two of Resolution. But I suppose that was sort of a cheat. Right. Like at that point, it's like, well, we can't do it twice. Yeah. And apparently Tom Selleck was all on board to oh, die. Nice. Like I, I was, I kind of would have, I kind of wanted that. I did too. I did too. You know? But I didn't mind with how I, I didn't mind how this um, ended uh, after the credits. After the credits. After the credits, I didn't mind how it ended. It was kind of over. It worked for me. Okay, we're gonna get to that. It worked. But now the first, I'm okay. I'm gonna say that I have one word review for both parts of this series okay. finale. Bewildered. Bewildered is a great word. Bewildered. Because They're... I still feel that way. Part one had this really heavy kind of setup. It was sad magnum the it whole time. It was sad time. magnum the whole time. And I was like, wow, this is this is really heavy. This is going in pretty deep here. This is enjoyable. I'm I'm in this. <laughs> I like seeing him suffer. I like seeing him suffer. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> but part two was like tonal whiplash. And then part two was horrid. It was so It bad. was horrid. I was like, oh, did you guys bring Robert Hamilton back for this? It was back to normal Magnum, but like cubed. Oh. Because I'm going to tell you people, we Full saw... Full frontal titties. I was going to say the same Full thing. Full frontal titties. We actually see... In a network show. Boobs. In 1988. I don't know how they got away with that. Full frontal. Lots of it. Wasn't on there for a split second. No, it was on there for like five and seconds. And it happens a few times. Because, yeah. like, okay, they're at a strip... Okay, so we should say... Okay. One of the, one of the many things that are going on yes. in this episode is Rick is getting married. Yes. He's marrying a prostitute And named they Cleo. think it's hilarious. And they think it's hilarious. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever she does. But when they go to, to his bachelor party, they mm-hmm. actually go to a strip club. Yeah. And... I was like, oh, they've been dying to do this since yeah. episode one, to get them in a strip club. Yeah, and then, and then there's so, there's, so there's, like, side boobs. Yeah, and then there's this one chick who comes out, she has hair covering her boobs. Which, I, at that point, I was like, wow, that's pretty risky. I was risky. like, that, that's cutting it pretty close. Yeah. And then the fight breaks out, and then there's just a naked stripper just being like, yeah, check out my titties on <laughs> well, Magnum. Well, you could tell she was being directed to have her back to camera. Yeah, but she kept turning but forward. Kept, and not only that, like, even the girl with the hair, yeah. like, she would cover her breasts with yeah. her hands. Yeah. And I was like, well, your hair is doing it. You don't even have yeah. to do that. But, like, and, yeah, a fight breaks out. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but like she, she, this other woman, I don't know what she was doing. I don't know. She either. just kept turning around. Full frontal. And Full I was frontal. Like, like, at first it was like a, a quick, and I was like, yeah. whoa, I think I just saw that woman's breast. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then you can't help but look at yeah. her. Yeah. And she's then like in she's the just like, frame. yeah, then she's just there being like, woo, look at this. <laughs> woo. And then you cut again and she back have her yeah. back to the camera. And then again, she kept turning around. Yeah. And I was like, wow, they were able to get away with this. I don't know how they did that. I don't either. It was mind blowing. Mind blowing. A lot of tween boys. Really enjoyed this episode. Uh, they were like, pause, rewind, pause, <laughs> rewind, pause, rewind. Pause, and it, but it was like VHS. So it was yeah, so it was all squigglies. So <laughs> <laughs> <all> like, maybe <laughs> she had just had work done and she was super proud, proud of them. Yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just that's, surprised they were able to do it. I can't believe it was left in there. Yeah, but okay. So I'm going to try to give a, a grand overview of what's going on. Yeah, because, because there, there is a lot going on here. It feels like. If it was a better show, a lot of these things probably would have been sewed yeah. through the fabric of the mm-hmm. plot yeah. from a while. But, if, and I know that it hasn't been right. because a lot of things are straight up introduced yeah. here. Like, now, if part two hadn't happened, I was going to say nice things about part one. Yeah, you were like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I was going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of feeling a little bit nostalgic. I'm getting a bit sad yeah. that this is the end of our Magnum episodes. And, and he's sad and... And he's about to like end his show, show and it's yeah. and it's sad. And you, kind of felt, you kind of felt that like almost I felt, a meta. I felt the conclusion. Yeah, like he was and, um, feeling it. Yeah, and so I was feeling it too. And then part two happened, and I was like, "F this show! <laughs> I am so glad it's over." <laughs> oh my gosh! I was uh, bewildered, bewildered. <laughs> so. Basically, what's happening is it's Magnum's birthday. Yes. And he's gone home to Virginia, which I didn't know he was from Virginia. No, but apparently he's from a naval family. He's from a naval family. Mm-hmm. His father died. Mm-hmm. He's gone to Annapolis, like the Naval Academy yep. in Annapolis. He's sitting in his father's chair that's dedicated. I guess they dedicate a chair to anyone who's died in action. Yeah. And he's, like, looking real sad and mopey. Mm-hmm. He goes 
and it's a surprise birthday party with his best friend, mm-hmm. whom we've never seen before. Again, we who's, have not Who's won. marrying his cousin, only to find out that his wife, Michelle, has died, and that his daughter, Lily, had died, too. Right. Those are some big drops. Well, and that's not... For us. That's not their fault. That for no, us, that's for us, because we, we've skipped seven seasons. Yeah, we've gone a long way so from So, for us, just to be like... China doll. Yeah. To, he was married at some point. And they both died. And, yeah, both the ex-wife, I guess, yeah. and the ex-wife and the daughter are dead. They're dead. And so, he's, you know, busy thinking so he's about already, these people. So, he's already moping about yeah. this. He goes to the Lincoln Memorial to get strength from Because good old Abraham Dave. Lincoln will give you advice. You he's can like straight go up to the praying to, like, the Gettysburger <laughs> Trust. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is really weird and really... Yeah. But, okay. Okay. And there was so much going on here. Yeah. At one point, folks, mm-hmm. we thought... He was going blind and, and deaf. deaf. And we were like, is that why he's so sad? Yeah. Because there's one point where... When he's leaving the Lincoln Memorial, mm-hmm. his friend that we don't know looks like the guy who plays Max Hedrum, but whatever. I don't think it's actually him. Mm-hmm. He's coming down, and his friend's like, hey, Max, Max, Max. And, like, he's ignoring. And, he, and I was like, oh, he's ignoring you, bro. He, and then he just keeps walking, still ignoring him. And then he turns around and goes, oh, I didn't hear you. I was, yeah, I didn't hear you. And he's like, and he tries and, to But I didn't, But I didn't really put it together until a later scene where he goes, I can't read this uh, letter. It's too dark in here. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait, is he going deaf and blind? He said. His, his excuse for not being able to hear the guys, he was so lost in thought at the Lincoln Memorial <laughs> that he says he's been to at least 20 times. Yes. And then he goes to a bar later on mm-hmm. and he's given a note like, hey, this person called for you. Mm-hmm. He gets this note and he says he can't read it. So he goes to the bartender. He says to her, yeah, could you please read that? What is this word? Yeah. And, and she says, sorry. So he yeah. can't read the word sorry. Mm-hmm. He said it was too dark. And then he says, it's really dark in here. Could you just read the whole thing to me? Yeah. And then we were like, oh, my God, is he going deaf and blind? That's yeah. what and we are like, yeah. well, no wonder he is sad. Because, yeah. like, that, how can he be a private investigator? Yeah. A private eye? He's, he's lost his wife and kid. Yes. And now he's going deaf and blind now, on his birthday. How amazing his... would this be if this is what was happening? Yeah. I was like, wow, this is brutal. I'm in love here. Yeah, this is like <laughs> heavy stuff. That's yeah. almost enough to make you go, I need to go and find out what's going on. Yeah, here. exactly. I was I was thinking, well, maybe we should continue this. Yeah. Slog through it a <laughs> bit more. No, no, no. No, 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 because part two happens and <laughs> lost all goodwill that I might have gained in that one episode. Oh, and so not only is he going blind, which he's not. No. Going deaf, which he's not. No. His wife and daughter have died. Uh-huh. He's been reintroduced to his grandfather, whom he's never met before, no. also named Thomas Sullivan Magnum, yeah. which means Thomas Sullivan Magnum he's the third. is the third. So he's got to yeah. add that to his. Yep. <laughs> he never knew this. Apparently, he never knew this no. person no. existed. Mm-mm. So that happens. His cousin's getting married. Mm-hmm. And then he gets another call mm-hmm. to be told that his ex-girlfriend, Linda, has been hit by a car <laughs> and is in the hospital. Yeah. That is a lot, and none of it is oh, going to be resolved. Oh, by the way, none of it. That takes place in the first twenty minutes of this episode. Y- yes, yes. That's just the setup. That's just the setup. And like, like seriously, how many? Honestly, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. How many of those actually get resolved? Like none. Like none of it. <laughs> none of it. No, no, they do. They some do. of it. Some of it. They some do. Of it. But like some of those things just don't go anywhere. Mm-mm. So he rushes back to Hawaii Mm -hmm. to meet up with this woman Mm -hmm. who, I guess they decided that, because like his thing is like. Patrice Martinez is the actress's name. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. She was in The Three Amigos. You might recognize her. Yeah, Yeah. she's great in The Three Amigos. She's great in The Three Amigos. (laughs) But. Why don't you kiss me here on the veranda? Oh, the lips will be just fine. <laughs> the best line. Oh, I love uh, it. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> I, also, I also love. Now this is going to be us credit for amigos. Uh, I love. It's a male plane. How do you know? Because of the little, little balls. balls. Huh. Huh. Oh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Look up here. Look up here. Look up here. <laughs> okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry. I love that movie. That's a great movie. Love that movie. She is the like main character, mm-hmm. um, lead female character in yes. Three Amigos. Yes. So, also, what we discover is Mags is having a real crisis of faith. Mm -hmm. He's feeling like, when he goes to that bar, it's there ostensibly to meet up with his grandfather, but his grandfather stands him up. 
Yeah. But why? And it's a, a specifically a naval bar. Mm-hmm. Because like the bartender almost doesn't serve him. He's like, this is only for Navy people. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm was in the Navy. And yeah. They're like, oh, okay, you can drink here then. Yeah. And then this other guy comes up to him. He's like, hey, Magnum, you know what you should do? Rejoin the Navy. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Like. Well, and he's been saying he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. And I was like, yeah, he doesn't want to go back to the killing fields. He doesn't you want You know, to... he served in Vietnam. Well, and especially... He's, he's done enough for his es- country. Es- Leave him alone. Especially... And he's like 40 now. Yeah. Or I think... I, or older. I mean, the show's been on for... Yeah. Well, he was 33 when it started. Started. So, so he's, eight years. He's got to be 41. Like, I think I think this birthday's supposed to be his 40th birthday. Okay. Gotcha. Because that would make sense. Because yeah. it would be like a big round number, a big mm. change of life number. Big round numbers. <laughs> big round numbers. We They're easy keep, to remember. Gotta keep those big round numbers. <laughs> and he doesn't want to do it. Because this guy's like, you would have been captain of your own boat by now. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do that. So, but he also turns out it has nothing to do with not wanting to kill people. Oh, he has he no just pro- doesn't want to take he responsibility. Has no about killing yeah, people. he just doesn't want to take responsibility uh, for being an adult. Yeah, that, he, he doesn't want that. to an ad- adult. He, that's it. He, that's what he said. He yeah. says is being a private investigator running away from true being responsibility, an adult, like yeah. being mature. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think it is necessary. Like, well, but then the kid was like, "No way, Magnum." And his, like, older friends were like, well... Kind of. Well, you know. Yeah. And that kid gave him, like, an Honest to God Ninja Turtles comic from, like, 1988. It's pretty cool. And so, like, that's, like, that's a collector's edition right there, man. <laughs> um, we got to meet Magnum's mother. Yeah, we met her mother. Mm-hmm. Well, and she has to have 911 written up <laughs> the sides, know who to call. Maybe 911 had just been invented? Is it... No, come on. You're... There's no way. Because he used to has, just call exists... the operator. Operator, operator, get me 911. Or call the police. Or call the police. You know, like, the operator would have to call the police. Is 911, like, a new a new? I thing? don't, no, not in the 80s. It had to have started sometime. But even even so, okay? Even so. I'm going to give you a three-digit number <laughs> and see if you can remember it. Okay? 887. I'm going to ask you that number at the end of this podcast and see if you can remember it. I am not going to remember it. Okay. I'm not going to remember it. I'm not going to remember to ask you, so don't worry. No, okay. Thank God. (laughs) I'm totally going to (laughs) forget. So he runs back to meet with Linda. Mm-hmm. There's a silent flashback with Try a Little Tenderness playing. Yeah. Like, no, I, I assume this is from when she was on the show. I get. Oh, we never even looked to see if she was on a previous episode. Maybe this is a off-camera story. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They just said that it's, they kept referring to her as the girl he was seeing a year ago. Yeah, over a year ago. And, I mean, he didn't mention her during no. the Murder, She Wrote crossover, so I can assume that she did not exist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's just a lot of try a little tenderness and right. silent. Yeah. And there's a lot of like weird flashbacks. You keep thinking it's going to go to Vietnam. There's one with like, yeah. actual gunshot. Yeah. And, and I was like, like all oh, right, so- a Vietnam flashback, but it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And that that's when he was like, I think in Annapolis. At the like, Lincoln thinking, Memorial, yeah. Oh, it was at Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, or one so, of those yeah. places. He had like yeah. a weird like war's hell kind of moment. Yeah, and that's why I thought he didn't want to join the Navy yeah. again. Well, and the fact that he was going blind to death. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he... We were so off! <laughs> and he also has a weird silent flashback mm-hmm. of Michelle yes. and Lily. And I should say with Lily, he didn't really... He knows and doesn't know that Lily is his daughter. Yeah, he knows. He's been writing her letters. Well, he said it was in his gut that she was. He didn't really, but officially he didn't believe it because you can never believe the woman. But Michelle, apparently, when they were together, got pregnant, said, hey, this is your daughter, Lily, or Mm -hmm. I guess after they split up. And he was like, no, she's not. But he kept writing her letters because he said deep down he knew it. So deep down he knew it, but he wasn't doing anything to, like, support her or anything. So, yeah, so she gets... My hero. (laughs) Yeah, so he gets this letter from back in Hawaii that says, by the way, we've exploded. Yeah. (laughs) And they show a video of his wife and and daughter exploding in the car. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I get... And she says in the letter, the wife, if you ever get this letter, Mm -hmm. just know... Lily is totally yours. Lily's totally your daughter, so you should probably take care of her now that I'm dead. Yeah. But Lily's also dead, yes. so he's kind of like, oh, right. yeah. well, I'll go, I'll go bang it out yeah. with Linda. Then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and he, <laughs> and he does, and then dumps her the very the next, next morning. <laughs> Lovely. After pressuring her, yes. she says, "I want to take it slowly." Yeah, and then he's like, "Do you?" And then he 
puts his hand up yeah. against the wall, does the lean. The, does the lean. The, while you were sleeping lean. Yeah, except it's way creepier coming from Magnum. And he also kisses leading with his bottom lip, which <laughs> freaks me she out. He eats people when he kisses. Yeah, he's like, it's kind of yeah. like a cow drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say nice things. Too late now. But part two happened. <laughs> But, okay, so the, here's what's crazy. Okay, so so he goes to meet Linda in the hospital. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, you came. And he's like, yeah, I'm single, yeah, and I want to be an adult, and everyone's getting married around me, so... So, hey, babe. What's up? You babe? still single? <laughs> you still single? And she's like, I, I wouldn't have written you if I wasn't. I'm just using this near-fatal injury as a way to reconnect with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. And he's like, so what happened? And she's like, well... I was doing a story on organized crime. And I got freaked out that somebody was trying to kill me. But they weren't. But they weren't, even though we saw her get hit by a car. Yeah, so she thinks that they're out to get her. Yeah. And she's like, but they weren't following me, but I still got hit and run by a car. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, but I was being silly. And so, okay. Because the cops couldn't find any information. So here's where I'm at with that. Yeah. I'm like, what is she hiding? Yeah. Like, Okay, so she knows too much. Yeah. And the and she's trying to protect him or something. So now she's trying right. to do the whole like, oh, I fell down the stairs. Right. Like it was my fault. Don't look into this. Right. No. No, no. Not at all. No. She's just as dumb as every other woman in yes. this uh, show that they've ever written. <laughs> because I, they were doing such a good job for a while, too. Like, how they wrote his mother with how she mourns the loss of her husband. Right. I was like, oh, this is good stuff. Right. I was like, this is really good. And then... <laughs> the problem is, with me, for me, with this episode in particular, is I wanted to tie all these threads together. Yeah. They were introducing, like, his grandfather. Mm-hmm. like. His grandfather really doesn't bring anything to the table. We thought he was Robin Masters. Yes, because I was promised that we would learn who Robin Masters was in this episode. And we didn't. And we don't. And at one point, there's a moment where Magnum is quitting. He wants. Yeah. He's tendering his resignation. This is in part two. Yeah. He's tendering his resignation to Hugs. Mm-hmm. And he says, I knew you'd want to do this officially, but I didn't know who to address the envelope to. Yeah. Do I address it to you? You Higgins or you Robin Masters? Yeah. Because he thought Higgins was Robin Masters. And you and I were like, there's no way Higgins no way. is Robin Masters. There's no way. Even with all the logistical stuff yeah. of like him being on the phone with Robin Masters, mm-hmm. I'm like, I just don't buy that. Yeah. So I'm like, you're a terrible private investigator. Yeah, exactly. You've lived here for se- almost a decade. Yeah. Well, it- and then at the very end, uh, Higgins is like, oh, by the way, that thing I said about being Robin Masters, I lied. <laughs> yeah. So we never find out who yeah. Robin Masters no. is. You and I were like, right out the yeah. window, we're like, it's not Huggins. No. And I was like, maybe it's his grandfather. Yeah. Because his grandfather likes to travel. He suddenly came in. He suddenly came in the final episode. Yeah. He's just, Magnum has been given a Ferrari. Nice home to live in. You know, it, it seems sense, very like, fatherly. Yeah, and it seems and he seems to be doing okay for himself. Yeah. He has all these stories about like yeah. how I won ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars foot racing a thoroughbred horse. Yeah. And he's had like a trick to do it and mm-hmm. it, and, and it was like and I was like, that seems like something a Robin Masters type character would exactly. do. And I'm like, oh, and that makes sense why Magnum got hired here mm-hmm. and why Higgins has put up with him for so long. Exactly. Because he knows his grandfather Because if Higgins were Robin, Robin Masters. Masters, why would he keep him around? Higgins didn't like Magnum. He could have fired him at any time. Yeah, the only way that makes sense mm-hmm. is if his grandfather is Robin Masters. Yeah. He's like, no, you're not firing him because yeah. I'm looking out for my grandson. Yeah. I am not capable of being there yeah. in his life because of the way I am, mm-hmm. but I still want to take care of him. Yeah. And this is a way, and that's just giving him a job and a place to live. Exactly. And making him happy. I would totally do that for my grandkids. Oh, yeah, totally. It doesn't appear that's the case. Nope. He's, I mean, just, he's just a loser. I mean, I suppose that's actually a theory that could Deadbeat still be. Deadbeat dad. Grandpa. Yeah, both. <laughs> Well, and we're going to talk about deadbeat dads, too, because I don't like Mag's decision at the end of the, the show. After the after the credits roll? Not that. You'll, uh, we'll get to it. Okay. We're, we're going to get to it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get to it. We've basically discussed season one, uh, episode one. Let's go to uh, episode two. Right. Uh, so... So uh, I'm going to skip my page of notes. Oh, and <laughs> I, I, do, I do want to take a moment just to talk about the videotape. Of his daughter mm-hmm. and ex-wife exploding. Yes. The dumbest thing about it. Okay, so it's ostensibly like a Betamax VHS cassette uh-huh. that someone did with like a handheld recorder. Yeah. 
but there's a clear cut yes. in it. Suddenly it's a different angle. I'm like, were there two guys recording yeah, this? Yeah, like, are people <laughs> editing this together? I'm yeah. like, and Magnum never mentions it. No. And, of course, what we find out mm-hmm. is that Lily's still alive. Yeah, she managed to get out of the car before she it She went to go get her doll, her buppy, yeah. which yeah. is Vietnamese for doll. Mm-hmm. She got out of the car just before it exploded, mm-hmm. but everybody wanted... The powers that be, who knows? I don't who know. wanted her dead? I don't know because they were like, no, we had to keep her in hiding. They, but they don't explain why. Yeah, because what happens is Magnum, of course, wants to investigate this. Mm-hmm. And a friend of his that we don't know, but obviously is like a regular that's come in, yeah. named Maggie from uh, the naval base, mm-hmm. she comes in and says, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your daughter is dead. Yeah. And then later, she <laughs> makes She's him like, go to yeah, a church. church. Yeah. She's go- like, I had to lie to you in order to keep her safe. Because you investigating yeah. it was going to, like, expose the fact that she was still alive. Yeah. But I guess everything's cool now, so you can, ha- I guess we figured out. But, again, <sighs> who was trying to kill them? I don't Why? know. Why? I don't Why know. Why is it okay now? That's Either- what I'm saying. It's never resolved. Nothing- Part two was terrible. Nothing is resolved. All these balls that they've thrown mm-hmm. into the air just land in poop. Yeah. They just don't go anywhere. No, they, they don't. don't. Like, I, th- I feel like a good writer would have tied all these mm-hmm. different themes and storylines together. Because then we also find out about Linda. So episode one ends mm-hmm. after he's had sex with her. Yes. And, and she again, she did not want to have sex. She wanted to take it slow. Right. He forces it in. Well, Whoa. not quite like Hello. that. Hello. It wasn't <laughs> he, a rapist move. No, no, no. It, it was still consensual. It was consensual. It but, was just more pressured. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could see her being like, you're making me uncomfortable. Right. You know. But then she he kisses her with his bottom lip, and then she decides. And she's like, "Yeah, okay, we can you can do stay this. for breakfast." Yeah. And then she goes to sleep, and then he gets up and leaves. Yeah, and then he calls her the next day, and it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna spend some time away from you now." And he doesn't give her any. Actually, he said because she goes, "Is it because there's another woman?" He goes, "Yeah, kind of, kind of, but not really, not the way you think." And it's like, "Excuse me." So this woman, and what I loved so much about this scene that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Because, okay, so she's dumped after just having sex with him. Yeah. She goes running out into the rain and nearly gets stabbed to death. I was like, this is the worst 10 minutes of her, her life. life. <laughs> well, what, well, I mean, in all fairness, compare that 10 minutes to finding out your ex and your daughter have been blown up. Right. You know, <laughs> like you're going blind, you're going dead. <laughs> but, but he's not going blind and no, dead. I know, I know. But, yeah, he he invites her to this fancy dinner in the middle of, like, a monsoon. (laughs) (laughs) And they're being spied on by someone. So you're thinking, oh, this must be the organized crime. Right. And Lily has something to do with that, which is why she's in hiding. What is even weirder about that is... I thought it was a huge government conspiracy. Like a big one. And that's why Linda was being targeted. Because she was a reporter who had uncovered this Yeah, she's like our Lois Lane. Yeah. And she's great in this show, by the way. Absolutely. I thought she was amazing. She's always amazing. It also weird because the soccer almost seems to be... Going after Magnum yeah, sometimes? Yeah, yeah, to see if, like, where Lily might be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. So she leaves the restaurant in the pouring rain, mm-hmm. walks a quarter of a mile, then takes out her umbrella, <laughs> then goes, sits down on a soaking wet bench in the yeah. middle of the rain, Yeah. and then the killer... Tries to stab her, her through, through the, the umbrella. umbrella. Yeah, I was like, why didn't you just stab her in the back? So she <laughs> runs and finds the most convenient police officer I have ever seen, especially was, in Hawaii. Especially. Especially in Hawaii. And then, guess how the episode of part one ends? Oh, this is crazy. The guy who is going to stab her kills the police dog. Yeah, he gets a dog on the case. He kills the dog. And so you're like... And that's how it ends. And then you're like, okay, well, I guess resolutions. Yeah. I guess we're going to find out what happens with Mm -hmm. this dog murdering organized crime Like I said, part one was great. Yeah. I was really into part one. Part two was like, oh, sorry. I just... Everywhere, <laughs> and I'm not even going to say I'm sorry for it. Actually, but, <laughs> I did it on purpose. But again, what I hate about shows like this is when they they have the characters carry the idiot ball. Yeah, like it would be so easy for Magnum to explain to mm-hmm. her, my wife or my ex-wife and my daughter died. Yeah, I need some time away from you yeah. so I can investigate. This is very important to me. Yeah, I'm going through some things. I apologize for last night. Yeah, that probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah, but I do care about you, and mm-hmm. we're gonna reconnect. Exactly. But, but he doesn't say any. No, of that. he's just like, no, I'm leaving you for another woman. I guess. Well, not, not like you think, but but you know, like 
sometimes Magnum knows exactly what to say. Yeah. And sometimes he says the dumbest things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the writers trying to make him be like bumbly. There's like yeah. a moment at like. I don't know why they try to bumble him. Because he's so much works. better as a non-bumbled man. <laughs> there's, yeah, it never works for me when mm-hmm. they do that. Like, there's a scene where they're supposed to be getting fitted for tuxedos for Rick's wedding. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Cleo, right. who used to be a prostitute, wearing right. white. Yeah. And Magnum is just, like, stumbling all over himself trying to explain, like, yeah. why it would be okay for her to wear white or something. It, but it just doesn't come off. You know, you know what the way I see it is. It's okay for a bride to wear whatever the f she wants. Yeah, who cares? Well, and to be fair, the show did say that it was, all the characters were like, "No, it's cool if you wear white." They were saying that. So, just don't push it with Magnum. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, don't push me. Don't push me. <laughs> so we we start off episode two. Mm-hmm. Magnum is now stalking Linda. So he yes. dumps her in order to stalk, stalk her, her. Mm-hmm. And, and he's stalking her. In a Ferrari. Yes. A bright red Ferrari. (laughs) Poor Linda. She's so popular. She's being stalked by a weirdo, stalked by Magnum, and then stalked by the killer. Yeah. She has three stalkers. That poor, poor girl. And potentially organized crime. No wonder she felt like she was being (laughs) followed because you 100% are. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, 400% are because there are at least four different entities following you right now. <laughs> oh, my God. And none of these people have anything to do no. with one another. No, they don't. They are not connected they at all. They are not connected. Nope. They're this, just stalking her. This is the plot the final episode of Magnum <laughs> has decided to hang its hat on. What's going on with this grandpa? Who cares? Who knows? <laughs> He'll visit you later. He'll come back in a bit. And be like, here's a cigar. And they're special Cuban cigars. He was like, I still have connections, which is why we're like, oh, Robin Masters. Robin, and he's like, how do you know that I like cigars? Mm-hmm. And then they go on to a weird thing where they use literary quotes yeah. to describe why cigars and are better than women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Like, but that's Rudyard oh, Kipling. Oh, Rudyard Kipling. And I was like, oh, he can F himself, too. <laughs> You imperialist swine. (laughs) (laughs) So it is a really weird moment. But again, you kind of get that. I don't know. I don't know. Like. It's, I hated part two of this. Like I said, I was going to say nice things <laughs> to close out Magnum for us. Oh, and then another, <laughs> and then there's another thing tossed in there that it's potential that Magnum slept with Cleo at some time. Oh, yeah, Rick's point. future wife. Yeah. And Rick is very upset about this. Yeah, and and Magnum's like, nothing ever happened, but I'm just going to keep hinting that I did. Yeah, because I'm going to bumble through every <sighs> sentence I have with you that I can't just say, no, we did not have sex. Yeah. But he's like, well, well, I saw her breasts, but I only uh, touched her privates once. You know, it's like, well, what are you talking about? When I say privates, I'm talking about in the army. We did it in the army. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, and it's like, just, you didn't have sex with her. Exactly. Just be like, yo, bro, I wouldn't do that to you. All right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the fact that she was a prostitute. And I guess Magnum frequents prostitutes sometimes. So maybe there was like some hint that... They had done it in that, but in that case, why are you having? Why are you getting married to a prostitute then? If you're and, and, upset about her clientele, like, or upset about her past, or upset about her job, any of you people single out there, yeah. don't even worry what happened before you guys. God met. no. Every, the only thing that matters is when you met mm-hmm. in the future. Exactly. Anything that happened is. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. Yeah. And just don't even worry about it. But apparently, this is a big deal breaker mm-hmm. for Rick. It goes all the way to the end of the, oh, the, the very end of last. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, and and then it was weird at Rick's bachelor party at the strip club too. Everything was like a toast to war. And well, yeah, and a weird part too that I noticed with every single man there, they made it a point to have every single male actor, including Magnum and TC and Rick, stare at boobs for like. Five minutes. Like they're being distracted by all like the Like they're like, oh, I'm going to toast. Oh, wait, boobs. <laughs> it's like uh, the dog and up. <laughs> yeah, it's like the dog and up. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
And here's another I was thing. like, come on, any other show with strip joints, only the a-holes stare at Yeah, boobs. but this is but meanwhile, the other meanwhile, the other detectives might glance up just to make sure they know what their surroundings are. Right. But they're not actually looking at boobs. Yeah. They're looking at their suspect. Yeah, and again, you know? we, we said there was a fight at the bar, and that mm-hmm. is because a guy had had sex with Cleo, yeah. and Rick gets in a but fight. But what but I want to know is... It goes is, nowhere. Uh, hello? Cleo isn't exactly a non-popular name. Yeah. You know, is she the only Cleo on the island? I doubt it. Well, she her name was on that club, so I think... Yeah, as a brunette. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's there, are, there are more than one Cleo. And why would you go to the club where your wife is working... <laughs> yeah. ...for your bachelor party? And that fight took forever. Oh, it my was God. It was so bad. It wasn't interesting. It yeah. wasn't, like, well choreographed. Mm-mm. And it went on, I, I would say, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, I hated this. They're like, oh, the, the gang's all going to, all the fans are going to want to see one last bar fight. And also, one thing that wasn't really set up for me, and, of course, we are skipping a lot. So maybe we've no, missed something. No, we're not skipping but anything. Like, since when has Higgins and Rick been close? I don't know. Uh, Higgins ends up being one of his groomsmen, and I'm like, okay, I can understand he's tolerant. Mm-hmm. Of Rick and Higgins, vice versa, whatever. Yeah. But to be an actual groom, like, when did you become best buds with Higgins? I don't know. It's weird. I guess just because they had to have them all there. I think they all had to have because, them in, like, in Because, like, Rick got married on the master's estate. Yeah, what was yeah. that about? I like, don't know. Why is that okay? Why is Higgins okay with that? I don't know. I, I didn't under I didn't understand it at all. I guess missing seven seasons has <laughs> missed out <laughs> a relationship. backfired on us. Because it turns out TC has kids and a wife too. Yeah, he has an estranged wife. Yes. I mean, like we were able to piece this together. Yeah. And, and then they get back together, mm-hmm. and it's like it, it's just wrapping everything up in a pretty little package. Yeah. You know. Let's tie a pretty bow on this, guys. So, okay. After the strip club, mm-hmm. they meet. So this is the tonal whiplash I'm talking. Not just from episode one to episode two, yeah, but from just in this episode. So after the bar fight, after like the full boob, <laughs> after the full boob strip club scene, yeah, we go back to the master's estate and Maggie is there, mm-hmm. and she's like crying, and she's like, "I looked into it, and your daughter is one thousand percent dead." Yeah, she blew up in that car, mm-hmm. and I'm so sorry. And I'm like. We just went from, like, buds broing out yeah. to your daughter's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then the next day, he's out. Okay, explain to me. Yeah. What was he... Cho- he was chopping... Okay. We, A palm tree had fallen, and he was chopping up the tree. He was just chopping it into segments to easily I, carry away? Yes, because he's a landscaper Why now. is that his job? It's not, but it's a way to like show how manly he is. I think he's, it was, he was he's so out. upset he's getting out his aggression yeah, like, on this tree. Yeah, men can't tree. cry. Men have to kill something. Yeah, <laughs> so he's gonna kill this tree and, and kill it good. And that's when his grandfather comes back and they have the cigar talk. Yeah, and they have a little bit of a heart to heart where we learned a little bit more about Magnum's father, who is a really like straight laced military guy. Mm-hmm. The grandfather is more like Magnum, more like wanders the earth. Right. Rolling Stone kind of character. Mm-hmm. And but they kind of vow that they're gonna get closer to each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and I wanted to say this about Robin Masters, because this is where I wrote about Robin Masters. So this is where I started thinking his his grandfather yeah. might be Robin Masters. I'm like, is there seriously no pictures of Robin Masters anywhere on the estate? Apparently not. And in fact, he doesn't even have JB Fletcher covers. That's what I'm saying. With was, no big picture of him on the back. Yeah, of no, book. like a dusk jacket yeah. or something. There's nothing. Like, yeah, there's he, not. He's like he's like a real ghost. He really is. <laughs> anyway. So Magnum goes back to what he does best. Mm. Stalking Linda. <laughs> And while, he's an excellent stalker. And while he's stalking Linda, he actually catches her other stalker. Yeah, the first stalker, which is just some maniac who's stalking It's her. just a maniac. Yeah. But he has a knife, so they're like, oh, this is the guy who tried to stab her the other yeah. one. So the guy gets arrested, mm-hmm. this stalker, this crazy guy. And they get hired a dude who looked nuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, he looked nuts. And he's at the police station, which is now a thing. Mm-hmm. Is, that wasn't the same detectives that we've seen before. No, that was not Tanaka and Browning. Okay. 
he was a guy who is totally embracing of the Hawaiian culture, and he's got like yes. a pink floral shirt. Because I guess Magnum doesn't wear that stuff anymore. No, so he, he wears some, crocheted sweaters. It was crocheted sweaters, earth and then, tones, Yeah, and now nice button-up shirts. Pants pulled up to his nips. With pleats. Pleats for days. <laughs> it was upsetting. Corduroy pleated pants. He goes to meet Linda at her apartment at one point. Mm-hmm. He's wearing shorts that are like literally up to his boobs. <laughs> yeah. It was like I've never seen someone that young mm-hmm. dress like such an old person. <laughs> right. It was crazy. But then the, the cop, whoever he is, whatever this guy is, mm-hmm. he says to Magnum, he was just some stalker. He had like a stalker wall in his apartment apparently yeah. for Linda. And he's just like really wanted to get her. He says, you should probably go tell Linda yourself. You know, she probably wants to hear that from your lips. You know, she'd probably be grateful. Yeah, she'd be grateful. Mm. And then this woman leans into camera. Yeah. A, a very pretty woman. Yeah. And her name is Diane, apparently. Yeah. And apparently he slept They have with a her. history with her, too. And the, and the cop goes, or maybe not. Wink, wink. And, and I think he says wink, wink out loud. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And that's when you were like, oh, my God, seriously? Yeah. And we're not that far from the end of the series. Nope. And we're like, are we really not going to, like, make a decision here? No. Nope. So then he gets a call to meet Maggie when he's having the conversation with his grandfather over cigars. Mm-hmm. And how they're better than women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a call to meet Maggie at a church. And lo and behold, that's when we find out Lily is alive. Right. So he's super stoked about this. Well, of course, it's his daughter. So he immediately takes his daughter home Uh and drops her off with somebody else. Yeah, he's like, hey, watch her for a while. I got some loose ends to tie up. Uh, You never told me you had a daughter. It's fine. It's fine, laters. Oh, and some uh, some (laughs) internet... National government might be trying to murder her, too. But don't worry about that. that. We're dropping that storyline. Yeah, we're going to drop that. We're going to drop that storyline. She's safe now. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the end of of that particular story. It's done. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. What we also find out, we cut back to the police station. Uh, Sexy Diane police officer (laughs) says to the floral detective. Yeah. Oh, the guy we locked up, yeah, he was stalking her, and yeah, he's a real creep. But he's not the real stalker. But he's so crazy, he was actually locked up last week (laughs) for another When Linda was attacked. When she was attacked twice. Yeah. They do say twice. Twice, yeah. So he couldn't be the one who was attacked her, which means she has another stalker out there (laughs) who's out to get her. Poor Linda. (laughs) Oh, my God, poor Linda. Mags meets up with Linda Mm -hmm. and just tells her the truth at this point. He's like, I have a daughter. And and I really want to spend more time with her. I want to be a father to her. Right. And she's, they have like a weird moment. And there. she's like, yeah, okay. I, I'm totally fine being dumped for a daughter. Right. Oh, is he dumping her for sure? Then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was dumping her for sure then. So it always weirds me out when people like dump one another and then right. kiss them. I think it because like it was a, signals. no, it was a, an amenable okay. uh, ending. Yeah. It was, it was like, closure. They're both not upset. Right. You know, they're leaving on good terms. Yeah, but she still looked really upset to me. Well, yeah, you're still <laughs> being dumped. Well, yeah, but you know? it was his daughter. Yeah, but you're still being dumped. He should have just told her from the get-go, but yeah. apparently she's not special enough to hear the truth. No, no, no. So, uh, and while this is happening, they're being stalked by the by other the stalker. By the predator. Yeah, by the other stalker. <laughs> he, he, goes, he goes and buys a doll for his daughter. Mm-hmm. And all this time, he's late to get back to Rick's wedding, which is happening which now. Which is happening now, yeah. And as he's walking down the street, someone whispers, Thomas. 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 And so now I'm like, <laughs> okay, so maybe Magnum is the target. Yeah. Yet. Who? And, and maybe that person was only stalking Linda because they knew Magnum. Magnum would be with her that because of my, Lily. That was my theory. Yeah. I was like... Oh, she was put in the hospital because this guy somehow knew she would contact Magnum, right. bring him back to the island, right. and he could get him. In order to get to Lily, because it's a big government setup. Right. It's the government. Corporations. It's the government, man. <laughs> it's the corporations and the government. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've hacked into the big <laughs> Anyway, he follows the voice. Yeah. He sees a scarf that was 
pilfered from Linda's panty drawer. Because she has scarves that are monogrammed. Yeah. Multiple ones, by the way. She had like 10 of them in her drawer. I noticed. I was looking at her underwear drawer. (laughs) Yeah. And and this one says Lee on it, so he Mm -hmm. grabs it. And there's a haunted house, like a full-time haunted house. A full-time haunted house. It's It's not Halloween. But it wasn't even open. There was like paint cans everywhere. Yeah, but it was like a fully functioning. Yes, because it had the lights. But it and the was not lights. open because there were paint cans everywhere. So yeah, the full it's like a full time yeah. haunted house. Like no, it wasn't open. But like, why is there a haunted house at all in Hawaii? Just like just hey, sit there. if you're bored, just go down to Huckster's <laughs> Halloween Emporium. <laughs> but not during Halloween. But not during Halloween, because every time you just want to get scared just because it's Sunday. I get. I don't know. Are there haunted houses open 24-7? I don't think so. Why huh? would you do that? I don't know. That seems weird to me. The only one I know of is a Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they wanted to set up the atmosphere like in uh, Us. With right. like mirrors and yeah. and all this other stuff. So, so they're setting up a carnival. <laughs> so we're so we're, we're now we meet the stalker. Yeah. And this whole time you're like, it's a security guard. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a security guard. Well, yeah, clearly it's him. He's creepy. And the security guard was we meet him in one scene. Yeah, in one scene in part one. In part one, where he's just staring at her as she's getting off the elevator, and I was like, "Well, it's him, obviously." But, but he's a security guard, and like he had Magnum behind the counter yeah. watching her in the elevator. Yeah, I don't know. And it was just so Magnum could be like leaning up against the elevator when she yeah. came out. Like, which it was is a weird. Creep it was just anyway. all weird. And it was, it had nothing to do with the bigger government conspiracy right. story. Yeah. It was just, yeah, and here's her other stalker. Yeah, and, and he just is stalking her. And then, nothing to do with the organized crime. I think nothing it was, to do you know, with- exactly. I think it was just to set up, like, and then Magnum gets stabbed. Yes. So he gets stabbed, and they kind of cut in. Like, it's one of those things where you see people struggling, yeah. and you know someone's been stabbed, or usually yeah. it's like a gunshot, yeah. and you see that in their face, like, <gasps> yeah. And then there's blood all over her, like, scarf. Scarf, because the white on the red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the red on the white. And you're like, oh, Magnum got stabbed. No, he didn't. No, he stabbed the other guy. He killed that Yeah, he killed dude. the other dude. Yeah. And then he, like, strides into this wedding in full-on Navy gear, being like, hey, happy marriage, guys. <laughs> he's got his, he's He gonna, just full-on killed a dude. Got a haircut. He got a haircut, <laughs> trimmed his mustache a bit. He's in his naval suit. His navy whites. Yep. Yeah. His dress whites. That's the exact next scene, guys. Yeah. He full-on stabs a dude covered in blood. Right. And first, yeah, and then, and then he goes straight to the wedding. Straight to the wedding. But having stopped at a barber first. Yes, he had time for that, too. <laughs> and stopped to re-enlist. Uh, yeah, and he re-enlisted. <laughs> so he did all this first. Because he comes in his navel whites, and you're mm-hmm. kind of like, because he keeps not doing a fitting for the, yeah. to dress up uh, for the for the wedding. Mm-hmm. He keeps putting it off, putting it off. And then when he shows up, he's in his naval whites. Right. And TC says, while he's standing up there, he's like, what'd you do, re-up? Mm-hmm. And Magnum's like, yeah. sure did, bud. Yeah. Yep. That's not how I figured this show would end. And why would you... So he finally gets this daughter back. Mm-hmm. And he picks a career where he's never going to be around her. Yep, yep. <laughs> but it's a, uh, a salary career. I guess. One that he's good at. But he doesn't have like, it feels like the set the the answer. It, well, Whoa, it feels like puberty. The, <laughs> it feels like he only had two decisions: <laughs> either I can be a PI forever and live on the master's estate, mm-hmm. or re-enlist in the military. Those seem to be his only two options. And I'm like, you could become a police officer, right? You could start a security agency, right? You, like he's has other talents. Yeah, and I. And it, I guess it felt very raw, raw 80s, Reaganomics, mm. jingoistic, okay. um, raw America, I guess is why he had to go back in the military. Mm. It didn't feel, it felt true to me that Tom Selleck would want that. Right. It did not feel true to me that Magnum would want that. Mm. He's been saying since episode one, Right. I do not want to be in the military. Mm. I served my time. I spent 10 years in the military. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in the military. And then the final episode, he's like, yeah, I kind of want to be in the military again. Well, see, you know, that's where you and I differ. I feel like it was a good way for him to accept responsibility. Right. Because this is him now adulting. He is adulting. You know, he's he's showing responsibility. He's getting a solid career. Right. 
you know, and a, and a respectable one. Right. You know, no, not too many people are like, oh, a PI. Yeah. Way to go, man. Right. You I get, know, I and so he wanted a respectable career now that he has a daughter to raise. Right. Which is why I like the ending credit of him just walking down the beach with his daughter. I thought that was really cute. That was good. That was nice. I well, thought that was really pretty. See, my problem with it is, mm-hmm. as I said, it was like the the show was saying, growing up, mm-hmm. you need to go backwards. You have to do what you did. No, he's not going your... backwards. He's doing what his father did. Because right. he respected his father so much. See, I would have liked him not necessarily to stay as a, a PI living on the master's estate. Right. But I don't know. I just don't feel like going to the military is like suits this character. I feel like he right. put it behind him. Well, I think and in so a he previous, shouldn't be going back to that. He should previous, be going to something new. In a previous episode, we talked about how the laws were too restrictive for him, and that's why he became a PI. Because right. I was like, why did he become a PI when right. he has all this like background mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. So you're right there. There are too many laws that would restrict someone like him. Right. But at the same time, showing that he respects his authority now, right. it shows a, a sense of uh, maturity. A maturity. Maturity. Yeah. Yeah, I just... It was an easy way for the writers to right. show he's accepting responsibility. Right. He's been running away from it, and yeah. now he's back. Yeah. And I guess that's why the grandfather is there. Mm-hmm. Because that, okay, let's go through the things that get dropped. Grandfather disappears. Disappears, he, not, he goes. He just goes away. He's like, no, I'm not going to change my ways. Linda was stalked by just crazy people, not just organized crazy. Nope. crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know what else was brought up, but like, there's just like all these things that got brought yeah. up. in this. Lily's thing. alive, Lily's but alive. Uh, no nobody one, cares what uh, blew up her mom. No one cares. That, well, yeah, no, no. He's not still like, well, I'd like to find out who killed your mother. Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, I'm going to mm-hmm. run away from that, and I'm going to yeah. join the military, mm-hmm. even though where I'm at now is a yeah. better position for me to TC actually that TC is suddenly out. with his family, his estranged family. Yeah, that was and then, and then the Rick's wedding, he can't even say I do. It, it yeah. ends with him saying I, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 final, the final scene. Before the credits. We're going to get to the, we need to talk about the credit thing. But the pre-credit scene, the final pre-credit scene mm-hmm. is, Rick, do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Mm-hmm. And he just stands there and says nothing. Yeah. And then TC And everybody's says, mouthing, I do, I do. I even, do. even Lily's like, yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. And then Magnum says, I do. Like, yeah. say I do. And then Rick says, I... And then it ends. And we thought that was the end. Well, mm-hmm. I did anyway. I was like, oh... This ducking show. This ducking, ducking show. I was like, I'm making, ducking show. I was like, I'm making a new podcast calling <laughs> Failing Finales, and this is going up as number one. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> failing Finales. Because, yeah, it, it's totally a failure in mm-hmm. terms of what it was trying to accomplish. Like, yeah, it seemed like it was trying to tie everything up with a pretty little package, but then forgot things. Yeah, and then... Because and for the whole episode, Magnum thinks Higgins mm-hmm. is Robin Masters, and mm-hmm. like you said earlier, while they're standing up there, thirty seconds the left altar. in the show, yeah, uh, Higgins is like, "Oh, by the way, I'm not Robin Masters. I lied." Ha ha. And so you don't get any closure. No, on so that. you get no closure on that. I mean, I don't know if we needed closure on that, but it's just a dumb joke. And and again, it's not like we ever seriously considered. No, Higgins. we didn't. Like if the if the show had ended without him saying I lied, mm-hmm. I still would walk away being like Higgins is not Robin no, Masters. There's no not. way Higgins is Robin Masters. There, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So fortunately, we waited through the credits. Yeah. And the only reason why I was for sure like, hey, we should wait through the credits, is because mm-hmm. unfortunately, IMDb did help us. Mm. It said, "Good night." Final line of the show. Yeah. And I was like. Wait through the credits because I think mm-hmm. there might be something. So there. the first after credit scene is Magnum walking down the beach with his daughter Lily, holding it, and that's sweet. holding hands, and it was so cute. And I was like, oh, well, that's actually nice. And then it pans out that this mm-hmm. is like an image in an image. Yeah, and it's in a video, and so he's watching that recording now instead of watching his daughter blow up. Right, right, yes. Yeah. So he's <laughs> he's watching... watching him and her walking down the beach. Right, which, which is, is nice. Cute. And, and he then he turns to us. He turns straight to the camera. And he grabs the remote and he says, "Good night." Click, and then and he turns it, off. And then the, turns off the TV. I don't understand that part. I loved it. Okay, you did. I loved it. 
Because uh, he's turning the TV off on us now. Yes. Because he's been talking to us because we've had a relationship yes, for seven years. Yes, because ever since episode one, he's always been breaking that fourth wall. He's always been looking into the camera. He's always been talking to us. And it's so almost this like he's turning, he's turning the TV off on us, not us on him. No, no. I didn't really see it at that way. Okay. I saw it as More him positive. saying, like, goodbye. Goodbye. You know, I had great fun with you. Yeah. And now, and now, we're now done. it's over. Yeah. Well, that is kind of cute then. Yeah, I thought that was really nice. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. Which is why I wrote, as soon as that ended, bewildered. Yeah. Because they can do so many great things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with this character. And they've proven in certain episodes and in certain scenes that they can be really good at what they do. And then they just go and butcher themselves. Yeah. They like, poop all over themselves. Yeah, I mean, we've said that from from the beginning. Like, yeah. There was a period when we were doing this where we said Magnum P.I. was the show we were looking more forward yeah, to. Yeah, because it was so much fun. And then it just pooped itself. Yeah. It, 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 and it kept making these problematic errors yeah. that would end up really angering me. It's almost like whenever they lean towards fan service. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're like, no, what the fans want are the naked women right. and the dudes talking about the naked women mm-hmm. and the dudes looking at the naked women and yeah. making comments about them and being kind of misogynistic. Yeah. That's what they want. But it's like, but you know when the show is really good is yeah. when it's sad Magnum walking around Washington, D.C. Trying to figure out his life. Well, and even then, when the show was really good, when they had fun episodes, too, that didn't take themselves seriously. Yeah, like, but that weren't objectifying women. Like the Iron Man one. That one was pretty fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, what's, uh, what's another the fun Children one? The Children of the Corn one. The Children of the Corn to. one. That yeah. one was great, too. They were able to do a lot of good things, which is why I was so angry right. when part two happened. This is my theory. And unfortunately, in order to prove my theory, I would actually have to watch all of the episodes. Okay. I think the show had actually grown to part one of Resolutions. Yeah. I think that's where the show had gone to. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially when you consider the season before when they didn't know they were going to kill him. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. So I think what happened is the show had grown to a certain point, mm-hmm. and that's where it was. But then when they had to do the second part of it, they're like, okay, but we want to recapture what made this special in the beginning or what. Misogyny. Yeah. Which, and they're just totally off mark. And it's like, yeah. you know, well, you know, I guess I can see it from their perspective, though. If they had gone down in the ratings or getting canceled, it's like, well, no, because sad in Magnum's season eight, working. they clearly brought in sexy Diana. To bring in, like, objectification of women. Yeah. So it looks like they were doing it even more right. than they were in season one. Right. Which is what Chuck ended up doing. F that show. F that show. Chuck was great for three seasons. Uh, one season. One season for sure. One season was excellent. And then it was all like, no, let's keep objectifying women. Let's get worse and worse at this. <laughs> when you start bringing Kristen Crook into it. <laughs> Uh, uh, when you have your top spy wearing eight-inch heels <laughs> as she's hiding into vents. Well, let's, well, let's finish up. Let's finish up with Magnus. Okay. So okay. This is I'm like just a, saying, just because you're putting titties on there doesn't mean you're going to increase your viewership. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I wonder if there was like a thing on like leading up to this episode. They're like, tonight on Magnus, <laughs> boobies. <laughs> Keep your eyes open, kids. We're going to slip in some nips, nip slips tonight. Oh, they're not going to be slips. They're going to be full frontal. <laughs> this uh, is intentional. Oh, man. So, so, like, let's get them up there. We've been teasing it for seven Fan years. service. So, so I guess the big question is, uh. how do you feel now? This is the, this is the official end of Magnum P.I. for you and I. Well, I feel like my statements have pretty much summed up how I feel about it. Yeah. Bewildered. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they're, like I said, with part one, I was going to say very nice things. Right. And then part two happened. And it, it just blew my mind of how terrible it was. But I loved the ending of him saying goodnight. I loved him walking off with his daughter. See, I like that too. But I don't think that ending would have worked if it had ended with part one of Resolutions. Like, if you had ended with Well, no, but I thought you were going to tie up some of these loose ends, give him back his daughter, you could still end it nice. You just don't have to poop all over yourselves. There's just so much going on in these two episodes Mm -hmm. that could have, if they were that important to the mythology of the show, they could have probably spent other episodes doing that. Yeah. Like, the grandfather thing could have been its own episode Mm -hmm. altogether. And it would have... 
been a better lead up to his change because obviously he sees his grandfather and he's like I don't want to be my grandfather yeah because his grandfather constantly being a disappointment yeah his grandfather mm-hmm. flakes at him at the yep. end and he's like you know what this is why I'm going to go into the military because mm-hmm. I'm going to be there for Lily yeah because my father wasn't there for me not his fault because yeah. he died but my grandfather I'm meeting him at 40 mm-hmm. and just when we seem like we're going to connect he he can't do it right. I don't want to be that guy yeah but like if that had been the episode say prior to resolutions mm-hmm. and then you start resolutions where it is and then you already have this idea of like where his mind is at going into this mm-hmm. would have been better but throwing that in with Linda being stalked by four people yep. with his ex-wife and his daughter being blown, being blown up blown in a up, car you know with his kind of existential crisis of with do I solid mil- stable Rick now flaking out. Yeah. Like, I just, uh, at least we can say terrible. it wasn't racist. Oh, there you go. So there's something positive. Hey, it didn't end with racism. Hey, that's something. Yeah. But, the, but I do want to, but yeah, it, yeah. I mean, then TC ends up with his wife again. Yeah. We didn't even know he had one yeah. or kids or kids. He has like older kids. He had to ship them in from the mainland. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so he must have had babies in episode one. So, you know what's crazy about that for me, though, too? Hmm. Is we know that TC has, like, his softball gang. Yeah. That he, like, uses to, like, free yeah, labor. Yeah, that he's always... But he has a son, and he has yeah. a daughter, and he doesn't spend time with them, but he yeah. has this whole other group of kids that he hangs out yeah, with. Yeah, it's crazy. And he seems to have an okay relationship with his kids, and then mm-hmm. his wife is just like, well, I took the kids to the airport to fly him here, and... I just decided to come. Right. And he's like, puts a lay around her. And she's like, let's make out. Let's do it. We're going to make this work. (sighs) (laughs) It's like, okay. No. Sure. No. So overall, though, I think. Overall, what I'm going to say is I'm in love with the idea of Magnum. Magnum. I love the phenomenon that it was. I. What I don't love is the actual show. Right. I love the idea. Not the driving force. I can see myself for years to come mm-hmm. making Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. jokes and references. Yes. Yes. Yeah, me there's too. definitely things that stick out to me mm-hmm. that, but like actually sitting, I agree with you, actually mm-hmm. sitting down to watch the show is not as fun no. as the concept or the idea yes, of the show. I agree completely. I wonder, and maybe this is something for piloting the pilots, we really mm-hmm. do need to watch the new Magnum P.I. Yeah, we do. And see how it differs or how yeah. it's the same. Because like I said, I love the idea and I love the concept. I mean, it's the sexy idea. You it's got just a, the driving force. Like, uh, if you can make this not as misogynistic and as racist, mm-hmm. if you can make it a little bit smarter, well, then it, I think it would be great. Yeah, sexism and racism, just throw it away, yeah. first of all. But then also tighten it up. No mm-hmm. one to edit, no one to tighten, just yeah. tighten it up. Yeah. Because like these last two episodes, you had... An hour and a half to tell a story. Mm. And none of it tied into one another. <laughs> Not really. There were like there was like an A through E story. Right. You know, you got Magnum trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life all the way to Rick getting married. Yeah. Plus, we're also going to throw in TC's ex-wife. Yeah. Plus, Linda from last season, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, apparently. We're just doing throwing all the crap at the wall. Yeah. And it just doesn't didn't work at all for me. Yeah. I think watching this, if I had watched this in 1988, mm-hmm. I think I would have been disappointed. Yeah, I think so too. Now, but the one saving grace, though, is that coda at the end. Yes, it is. With him with his daughter mm-hmm. and him saying goodnight and turning the TV off. Yeah. That's really sweet, really mm-hmm. nice. I think that leaves a better taste in my mouth yes. overall about the episodes mm-hmm. than if I sit here and think about them. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there's a lot to cut. <laughs> you know, so, they, they had a lot of good. Yeah. But there is also a lot of bad. Yeah. So in the meantime, with that thought, we only have, I think, one more episode of this. We are going to do mm-hmm. Murder. Well, one more episode. But I don't know if Murder, She Wrote has a two-parter. It might have a two-parter season. It's probably a two-parter. I would think. I would it, imagine. It went from 1984 to 1996. I think they're going to probably give people a two-parter. I yeah, guess, definitely. To really kind of tie up her story. But that's what we're going to do next. We're going to do the okay. series finale of Murder, She Wrote. Yep. And then we will be done. Then we'll pilot our piloting the pilots. A pilot away. Woo! We 
picked out some new theme music for it today. Yeah, we did. It's going to be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We've got some good ideas for it. Yep. We're going to be setting it up completely different, by the way. It's going to be a little <laughs> it's different. It's going to be tighter. We've learned a lot from Magnum. Yeah, we, we're, we're going to tighten everything up. <laughs> Organize it. Yeah, one thing we can say about this podcast is it's been a fun way to, like, bounce ideas off right. of each other. But I think we have a more tighter structure yes. for piloting the pilot. Yeah. So, And I hope people enjoy it. I hope Maybe so too. you guys like our ramblings. <laughs> I don't know. But that's what. And me screaming. Who doesn't love me screaming? We have not recorded an episode yet, though, so I don't know. No, we haven't. Well, I haven't. We haven't watched The Witcher yet. That The Witcher is going to be our first one, guys, just because. Just so. It's popular, I guess. We're going to watch The Witcher. And I hated the video game. Yeah. I know they're based on books, but I'm just going to constantly be referencing the, the video, video game. game. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. So yeah. So look forward to that. If you, I mean, I don't know if you want to watch it quite yet, but you know, when, yeah. when you. It's popular. They probably already have watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I probably already yeah. watched it. I mean, speaking as a cover artist, if one more person tells me they want Henry Cavill on their cover, <laughs> I am going to scream. scream. Pop his little Superman head off. Ugh. Yeah, and also, uh, as of the day of this recording, Picard, the first episode of Picard oh, is coming I up. I can't wait to watch and that I wanna one. Watch, I want to cover that one. I yeah. think that's going to be a lot of fun. Wait, isn't that in our uh, first month? Because we have, it's gotta be. We're gonna we have, have to it that. set up. We actually have, we, um, we have, we have the episodes that we're going to have, and then the movie of Casper Van Dien that we're going to have, and we've we've actually got everything few, set up. A few months out, I think. Actually, yep, a few months out. But if you have a show that you would like us to watch, now I did have mm-hmm. one recommendation. Okay. Which was apparently they were going to do a Tremors TV series. No. And they did a pilot, but I don't. But it never went to series, so I don't know if we can get a hold of oh, that. Oh, I not. hope we can get a hold of that. I love the Trimmers movies. Are you kidding? Yeah, They're yeah. great. So if you have <laughs> a recommendation, feel free to just go ahead and email us mm-hmm. at the normal place at Magnum She Wrote or yeah. Magnum She Wrote at Gmail. Mm-hmm. That'll eventually change too. Yeah, that's going to change. Yeah. But for now, but for if, now, just that's how you can. If there's like us. a show you want us to cover, mm-hmm. or and if there is kind of a uh, a pilot like that that might right. not have gone to series. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's out there in the world. Right. Like, let us know where we can find it, too. Yes. We might, because, A, we probably don't know it exists. Mm-hmm. And, B, you know, we have to know where to actually watch it. Exactly. So, if it's, like, on YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. just let us know. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, so that's a big aloha to... Uh, aloha Magnum. Aloha Magnum. Man. I feel like we should have re-listened to one of our first episodes of Magnum so that we can, like cap it well. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm not watching but China Doll again. I'm, that was the first episode? No, that was a Snow oh, White. Oh, thank Snow God. White. That's right. It was Snow White because we kept trying to find Snow White references. Well, you, they dropped you, that. Yeah, they dropped that. They well. dropped that fast. <laughs> Have a great week, and yep. we'll see you next time with the series finale of, of Murder, Murder, She, she wrote. wrote. Goodbye, Magnum. Goodbye, Magnum. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>